Welcome to another episode of Two Minutes Dos Minutos. We're here, as always, in the Zeus Tech Studios. I'm joined by producer Brian and my co-host Alfredo. And Alf, we have got a very, very special episode today for our listeners. Take a minute, take Dos Minutos, and introduce <laughs> our special guest we're thrilled to have with in studio. Yes, Mike, I happen to know her for a couple of years now, and she was actually one of the main reasons why I chose the Miami Cancer Institute as the charity of choice for Studio 31. She's the operations supervisor of Miami Cancer Institute. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Gabby Leonard. Hi. Gabby, welcome <laughs> Thanks for to the having Tech me. Studios. It is great to have you. <laughs> Thank and you. Have, great to be here. Have you come and talk to us a little bit about Miami, the Miami Cancer Institute? You know, we had a chance to visit with you a little bit before we started the, the interview, and, and almost each one of us is like, wow, this, this thing has kind of just come up out of yeah. nowhere and has started to blossom. And so we look forward to hearing you tell us about the Miami Cancer Institute. But I'd like to start here. The operations supervisor at MCI, and we're going to refer yes. to Miami Cancer Institute as MCI a lot throughout the, right the interview so our listeners understand what we're talking about. Let our listeners know a little bit about your day-to-day -day work and what your role is at uh, MCI. So currently I oversee three departments, one of them being the Tours and Introductions Department. And that department, the first and only one throughout the system, and that really came about because patients are shopping for their health care now. Mm -hmm. It's not just the name. It's not because the, that's your favorite doctor. They want to ensure when they're giving themselves and their life to the physician and the area and the uh, facility that they feel comfortable and they trust it. It's beyond just the naming. So they are coming in and we have patients internationally that are deciding, should they stay here? Should they go to MD Anderson? Should they go to New York? And so we had quite a few patients coming in and that was the creation of that department. The other two departments are PBX and the support communications. So that one, um, all the, um, calls for the physicians, critical calls, values, inputting all that data. We have a department that takes care of that, and I oversee that one, too. Well, Excellent. it sounds Events. like a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and a lot of worthwhile work. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you explain your position and thinking about healthcare decisions, and, and, and you're almost – it's, it's got to be a change from where we were with our healthcare a decade, two decades Absolutely. ago, um, it almost, and I'm not trying to belittle it or anything, but it almost is like when you go to buy a car, you're going to go to different showrooms. you got to figure out which one you want to buy. Exactly. And depending on how well you're treated, exactly. that is your staff, uh, mm -hmm. might help in that sales process. And I don't Absolutely. mean to belittle it and make it less than it is. No. But those decisions sound, they're more like buying decisions like we would consume other products. Well, that's exactly what it is. When you're thinking of any treatment, cancer care is very different from going to the emergency room or having a diagnostic test. You are with our facility anywhere from six weeks, sometimes to six months. Hmm. Yeah. That's an investment. That is. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> it's more than an investment. And so we want to make sure that we are providing the best care. That's what Baptist is known for, care and compassion, the integrity, the newest and latest technology, and, of course, our staff, our people. Our people is what makes the difference. So Miami Cancer Institute, as, as we said just a, a minute or two ago, boy, this Miami Cancer Institute seems like it just came on the, on the <laughs> stage here. When was MCI established, 
And why was it selected or established to happen at Baptist Mm -hmm. here in Miami? So we actually just celebrated our third year anniversary, Three January years. Oh, okay. 16th right. of 2017. We opened our doors to a 445 feet facility. It's huge, but we're running out of space already. Wow. <laughs> Believe it or not. Wow. We have over 100 physicians. We have over 1,400 staff members. Uh, today alone, we are seeing 1,082 patients. Whoa. That's if everyone shows up. Man. But yes, that's that's a lot. And so answering your questions to why would Baptist Health invest in a $430 million project, there is an unfortunate need. It was an, a need 10 years ago, and we're seeing it more so now by those numbers. Where did these patients go before we opened up? Right. Right? To see 1,000 patients a day consistently and we just celebrated our third year anniversary so that really is what it was Um, baptist health is not new to cancer care what we had were all of our outpatient oncology services in different pineapple locations right so we're from the keys all the way to boca now we recently acquired boca regional and all of their facilities and so our patients were going to different entities to have different services rendered. And when you're already going through this journey, it's already difficult in itself. Can you imagine going to one Baptist hospital and you went to the wrong one? (laughs) And you have to go all the way to South Miami or another one. And so we took everything and put it into one building. Everything is done for the exception of surgery. Surgery is done still at the main hospital, South Miami. But if you're coming in for infusion, to see your oncologist, radiation, you are coming to MCI. Hmm. Wow, that's fascinating. So it was a, a consolidation, if you will, of yes. various uh, remote locations mm-hmm. just to kind of help with uh, make I a would seamless imagine, process between Key. You said Key, Key West, West mm-hmm. and Boca. Yeah. It probably just made sense that Miami was the most central, mm-hmm. and probably. The other thing you had to look at is what campus had the land (laughs) to allow you to build this $400 million complex. Exactly. So Baptist Hospital, we sit on a 52-acre lot. So we definitely had the space for it. Um, Additionally, we're connected to the main hospital. So MCI is outpatient. But if there is a need for um, a patient has respiratory failure or has fainted for whatever reason, we can just cross a bridge and there's a continuation of care for the patient. So it it, it made sense. That's awesome. Um, And then when you're thinking internationally, anywhere where there is a five-hour flight, we would want to make a connection with those countries. And it's not just our South Florida residents. It's our international neighbors that need access to cancer care. So Miami, don't know if you want to go all the way to Orlando. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. So I'm going to ask you to put your uh, operations supervisor hat on and tell our listening audience, what is it about MCI that makes them the right choice when someone needs that medical help? So I will begin with saying that we have taken the onus on us to make sure our patients have a very tailored plan when they're coming in. Our patients have access to every specialist. That means a surgeon, a radiation oncologist, a medical oncologist, and in the case of breast cancer, 
a, a plastic surgeon. So our patients are not going and waiting weeks at a time where they don't have time to find out which plan should they go first. Do I need surgery? Do I not need it? Should I have radiation? Our physicians collaborate with each other and they make the plan for the patient. Mm. So we expedite treatment, taking that worry and stress away from them, right? Who wants to worry about, do I need surgery? Do I need to go? Right. I, I can't get an appointment for two weeks, maybe even three weeks or longer. Mm. And we're as individuals, no two cancers are the same. That means it's not a one size fit all. So you have a very unique plan and you have these great minds sort of battling it out in these tomb boards and saying, I don't think you're right. <laughs> this patient doesn't need surgery. We can just go in and we can do this. And I think that's very unique that leadership and our clinical team has said, we are going to take this responsibility and make sure our patients are receiving the best and also a tailored plan. So I, I would say that's definitely one of the things that sets us apart. Well, that's fascinating. It's uh, mm -hmm. something that I would have never known uh, yeah. anything about, but uh, yeah. it certainly seems like it makes sense. And uh, listening to you explain it, uh, if I was in that position, I would certainly be saying, well, I've got access to the best that, that are talking to each other. Exactly. Because there's nothing more frustrating than you go to one doctor and they say one thing, and you go to another doctor and they say, no, you don't need that. Mm -hmm. And you go to a third doctor <laughs> and they say something else. Well, can you guys get on the phone yeah, and, can you and, look yeah. at it? and talk together to <laughs> each other? And, and it, it sounds like that's exactly what's happening oh, yeah. here. Absolutely. And, you know. and they're going back. They're in constant communication. They're looking at the same images in real time. So it's not, oh, go back and see this person, see what they say. No, they're working together and communication. We all know this, right? You need to communicate this. And then again, communicating it to the patient mm -hmm. that this is what we're going to do. You have a solid care team that is working together to make sure that you get the best results. So you mentioned earlier that uh, just today alone, you were expected to see over a thousand patients. I mean, yes. that's, that, that number is mind, mind boggling. 1,082. Yeah. Um, what other statistics uh, might you know or off the top of your head even be able to tell our, our uh, listeners that might surprise them okay. about, uh, about MCI? So last year, fiscal year, um, we treated 33,000 patients. 33,000? 33,000 patients. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Woo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we have something called proton therapy. It's an advanced form of radiation. The core difference is that we can tell the radiation where and when to stop. So pediatric patients are actually almost always great candidates for this type of treatment. However, the closest one is in Orlando. So we recently celebrated treating our 500th proton patient, and we treated about 100 pediatric patients. So what that would have meant three years ago when we didn't open, that means a two-parent household would have been away from their family, the support system, and let's not even talk about the financial impact that makes, right? Oh, yeah. Whether your child is 7 or 17, you're not going to take them to Orlando and say, hey, get better, come and see me in six weeks. Right. So that means one parent was leaving and going and staying with that um, with their, their child in Orlando, again, without their support system, paying for lodging, maybe even a car. And so what we have work done is work with Nicholas Children. And so all of their patients actually come to MCI to receive treatment. So it's not just 
oh, it was just for us at, at Baptist Health. We really wanted to make this technology accessible to the community. And we understand um, how beneficial it is. And so we, we worked with Nicholas and now we treated over uh, about a little over 100 patients last year. Oh, that's awesome. That is mm-hmm. fantastic. Now, 33,000. Yeah. There's got to be a story in there somewhere <laughs> of some patient that you remember or touched you or, or, the, or MCI has trumpeted. Um, is there is there anything that comes to mind? I know I'm asking you right on the spot, but is there, there anything are so that comes to many. Mind? Yeah, um, all of our patients have are are all amazing, and they all have unique stories. I would say two. One patient, um, while I in my previous role as a key relations specialist, um, I worked with very closely with radiation department. We had a patient from India who traveled to have their proton treatment, and. Um, She's a young girl. She was 20, 20 years old, 19, turning 20 years old. And we have yoga at MCI, and she wanted me to come and have a yoga class with her. That's not my cup of tea. <laughs> but I went, and I had um yoga class with her, and then um, there was an artist. They, they drew an elephant, and she gave it, and she has consistently sent a message to us and our team since she has completed her treatment at MCI. And it's so thankful. I mean, this is someone who did not have access and traveled, right? There's the language barrier. There's the cultural barrier. Um, and I would say the second well, the second story is recently we gave a pediatric patient two tickets to um, the NFL. Uh, uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Oh, my. Really? Oh, yes. wow. We surprised him. And he actually used to pay. Um, what, what do you call the young kids that play uh, football? Youth. But the youth football. Uh, there's a special Optimus football. Oh, I yes. Guess what? Yes. yes. He played Optimus football um, for about five years, and then he was diagnosed. And so Whoa. making that connection, and he we interviewed him. It was a surprise. His family didn't know. And he said, I said, you know, I didn't say. They asked, what would make this amazing? He said, if I could go to the Super Bowl, and we gifted him two tickets to the, to the Super Bowl. Oh, my. That is something yeah. special. Wow. Mike, I was going to leave this for later, but a personal story that, that we know about when we did Studio 31, when everybody found out that the charity of choice was the Miami Cancer Institute, one of our performers mm-hmm. at Studio 31, after you provide the information, uh, there was a representative there from MCI, and right after the event, that person, one of our performers, noticed a lump. And actually, because of the information that MCI provided, this person went to MCI and found out that she had cancer. Wow. And this person is now finishing up her treatments. Awesome. I just talked to her yesterday that you were going to be on, on, on our show. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, she's listening to this because uh, we're all, you know, praying for her to do mm-hmm. well. And she should be done by the beginning of March, and we'll do an MRI to see if she's clear and free, you know, of cancer. So, and hopefully, hopefully so she gets to think, ring that bell. Yeah, so I always think, does, you know, the work that we do, Michael and Brian, as all those programs that we raise money for charity, uh, you always think, does it, you know, we have great intentions, but does it really make a difference? Does it save a life? And I can tell you one, uh, we're all witnesses to one, at least one person. So I think that was really critical as a story because we do have that personal story. Mm-hmm. And, and this person, we'll name her if, if she allows us, but it's, it's a private situation. And, uh, but it does make a difference. And it's, it's unbelievable that that happened 
you know, because we've done shows for, you know, many years, and we don't know if the money is going to good use. And in this case, it did. It did. You know, so we want to thank you very much. Oh, no, but thank you and um, your generous friends who came to celebrate you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. Who's who spends money to <laughs> to come to, to a to come to, to a friend's to, retirement yeah. party? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So only you, Alfredo, oh, I know, would come I up with I that hear, crazy idea and make it a success. I, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, and we raised over twenty thousand dollars yes. for MCI, so yes, uh, that was yes. really the benefit of, of the whole grateful. thing. Very grateful. Thank you. So you mentioned one of the three departments is providing tours. Yes. And let me tell you, that was really important to me when selecting the charity for Studio Thirty One, and. Um, you know, I was blessed to do that, and 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 I wanted to just want you to talk about the tours and talk about who can uh, call you or where, where do they call for a tour and who can? Is it a physician? Is it prospective patients? Is it donors like myself? Mm-hmm. You know, to talk about that. Anyone actually is more than welcome to visit our facility no one really wants to come and take a tour of a cancer center, right? But it's to see what we offer. We're more than just a beautiful building. Um, Definitely prospective patients are on on the top of our list. Um, International insurance carriers, uh, what they can do, they can um, call 786-527-8120 and we can set up an appointment for a private tour. Um, some areas that they may want to see would, for instance, the proton therapy, radiation, or the infusionarium, one of our pediatric areas. Uh, we really tailor it to whatever the guests would like. Right. Can you, uh, I know it's tough to talk about this, you know, through an audio programming like mm-hmm. we, we're doing, but can you kind of virtually walk us through a tour and then just mention the highlights? Because I know it was important, like seeing the kitchen, <laughs> Seeing that boutique of wigs, oh yes, I mean all that stuff was mm-hmm. very impressive. It just, it was just heartfelt. I mean, I, I loved it. So I need everyone to close their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine yeah. walking into a glass building. Um, valet is always free for our patients and guests. And what we wanted to do was create, um, have them forget that they're coming in for treatment. That was very, very important for us. So you'll notice plants and flowers. You're greeted by the transporter. Um, We have a boutique where we offer wigs, SPF clothing, bathing suits, bras. Very impressive. Um, We have actually a salon inside of that boutique for patients that may want to do the bus cut, for instance. Mm. Um, Our infusion area, for those who are unfamiliar, infusion can be um, chemo. And we have 60 individual suites. And these suites, they actually have a view out to the lake. They have access to uh, an Android tablet where they can watch a movie, read a book. They can order food from our cafe and someone will actually bring the food up to them. And let me add to that. I think I saw those suites, and they mm-hmm. look—they don't look sterile. They don't no. look like a hospital room. They look like a home away from home. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. So what's very unique is that we had an opportunity to tap into former and current patients' um, idea of what they wanted to see, and while they were receiving treatment, we had this unique opportunity because we had this pool. Um, it was just a matter of getting this information from them and what they wanted was a view they wanted to be distracted they wanted privacy but they still wanted to talk to their neighbors so we incorporated a lot of those details in the the aesthetics and then architecture of the building there's a terrace that you can go out uh, warm up a little bit it's 
not that you would want to warm up, but inside the building is quite cold. cold. Yeah. yeah, it's really cold. Uh, I have actually have a blanket, but <laughs> um, our pediatric area, I don't know if you remember yes, this, Alfredo. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we call it the infusionarium, and it's an interactive experience for the kids. As an adult, it's already difficult. So imagine a five-year-old sitting still, right, for uh, at least four hours. But we are able to bring the outside world to them. So imagine a camera on top of a four 64-inch panel screens. That was right? cool. Four, six, yeah, individual screens. And we visited Zoo Miami where we had Ron McGill on the other end. He had a camera, and our kids are receiving treatment. So they can experience what it's like to speak to an expert and go to the zoo while they're receiving treatment. Some of these kids are immunocompromised and may never get an opportunity to go to the zoo. That's incredible. Yes, it, yeah. was, it, was, it was. We actually went to the heat arena, and we had Bam on the other. Bam, Bam Adebayo. Adebayo. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, they had a camera, and they did a live series. So our kids are receiving treatment, and they're doing tricks and throw through you know the dunks and all of that. And it's a change in their day, right? These kids are four to six hours of chemo treatment just mm. sitting in this chair. So being able to offer this immersive treatment, spectacular. Absolutely. And, and there wow. was some department's research and there was some, I, I don't know what was the technology, the stem cell, you mentioned yeah. some stem cell. I don't know what that we is. We have but. our research, we have clinical trials. So That's we have a was. very unique alliance with Memorial Sloan Kettering um, in New York which is one of the, the best cancer institutes in the country. Um, and so what we can do is exchange gen, uh, genetic information with them. We have genetic counselors. We conduct genetic testing. So for those patients that may, or people, there may not be patients that may have a family history of ovarian cancer or breast cancer, and they don't know what to do with this information. Do I wait until the 40, 45 age to begin testing? They can go ahead. They can get their testing done. And based off of whatever the results are, you have a genetic counselor that will help guide you to make the, the appropriate decision for you, whether that means begin testing a little bit sooner, taking other um, precautionary measures. So it, it's, you need to come visit. Wow. I mean, I've been in the building. Are your eyes still closed? I I don't know. Can you picture Uh, this? Before we started, my mom sees a a, a doctor there. So I've been in, but it's been the same routine every Mm -hmm. time. Go to the elevator, go up to the second floor, check in, go to the doctor's (laughs) office, (laughs) and then reverse. Well, you should tell your mom to um, come to any of our cooking demos. We have Cindy Hudson from Ortonique on the Mile that comes in and does cooking demos. Wow, yeah. I, I'll yeah. have to mention that to her. Talk about the kitchen. It's state-of-the-art. It's state-of-the-art. She actually handpicked everything in that kitchen. I mean, if I cooked, I would have had a kitchen like that. <laughs> it, it, um, it's really nice. So a few things happen to patients. Either their swallowing functions change from the radiation or their palate changes from the chemo. Right? Nothing tastes as good to them anymore. So what does that mean as a patient or a caregiver? What do you do? What does a liquid diet looks like? What does a plant-based diet looks like? Google only gives you so much information (laughs) and can actually turn you into a hypochondriac. So we have dietitians and nutritionists on staff that will help patients. um, And we give out different recipes that they can replicate at home. But in 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 this teaching kitchen, they can taste the food while the chef makes it. 
That's unbelievable. It's like the Food Network. Wow. I encourage... Except you get to taste it this time. I will tell you, the reason why I was impressed, it was the tour that she gave me. You know, along with, you know, the representative Alejandra uh, Mm -hmm. Salcedo. Salcedo. Mm -hmm. She did a wonderful job. But I will tell you that I encourage everybody to do a tour because visually right now and on audio sense, that audio experience is not the same as visually. Once you go in person to do this... I encourage everybody to do a tour. Now, once again, what's that phone number? 786-527-8120. I do want to add that everything I just mentioned, the teaching, the yoga, those funds that Alfredo raised, that's what helps us sustain these resources to our patients. These classes are free of cost to them. They're, it's kind of hard to charge United for a yoga class. I think they'll <laughs> deny us. Right, right, right. <laughs> but with um, the help with philanthropy we can offer all of these programs and resources to our patients and not think about oh i need to save 20 bucks to go to this yoga class or i need to pay 25 dollars for this teaching class that is now free to them and that's what your generosity has provided for our community that's why people are after us putting on another show mike that's why they wanted to do that uh, um Gabby, one more thing that um, was quite interesting. We mentioned Studio 31, and, mm-hmm. and I recently was talking to Alex Rocha, mm-hmm. and she called me to put the story of Studio 31 in the yes. annual report. Yes. It, t- yes. T- talk to why, why was that decision made? Yeah, why was that decision made? <laughs> you don't know why? No. Well, it's... Of all the stories, right? <laughs> of, no, exactly. Of all the stories, this was a unique story. This was a grassroots effort. This was someone leveraging his retirement to help and benefit the community that he lives in. And it speaks to what can be done when everyone comes together. It wasn't someone just giving a $20,000 check. This was a group of people. Look what we can do as a community. This is the impact that we can make. And that's what makes it so unique is that Every dollar counts. Whether you can give five or you can give 5,000, when you put it all together, it makes an impact. So it was very, very unique. And again, we are so thankful. And and I want the rest of the team here to know and our listeners because they were part of that. You know, Studio 31 was everybody involved. You know, our guests, the audience, the performers, you know, and the people working behind the scenes, they're the ones that made that difference, you know. So I want everybody to know that. So with that said, Mike, uh, I, I want to give a special present for Gabby. Right? No, so, I have the present well, for you well, guys. Well, <laughs> well first of all, we, we will have a little something for you. Okay. Uh, because fantastic guests like you deserve something uh, huge. Oh, well, so with you. that said, Michael Biamonte will now announce you like if you were playing for the Miami Heat. Oh, can I record this? Well, we kind of are. Oh, we kind of are, podcast, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, here we go. And now, stand up and make some noise for Gabby Leonard. All right, all right. You hear the that was awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. And Gabby, thank you so much for coming into the Zeus Tech Studios and spending some time with us here today, talking to us about MCI and. And once again, for our listeners that might want to take a tour, or I'd also say may 
want to become volunteers oh yes or absolutely. may want to direct some philanthropy mm-hmm. to you all because it takes more than just insurance company money absolutely. to make this a success it takes private donors and philanthropy as well how can our listeners get involved uh, they can visit our website at Miami Cancer or BaptistHealth.net and click on our Center of Excellence, Miami Cancer Institute, and wherever they would like volunteer to give to make a tour, they'll find everything they need to do on on the website. And the number to reach you once again: seven eight six five two seven eight one two zero. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here on the Two Minutes Dos Minutos podcast. We wish you the best of luck at uh, MCI, and next time I'm there. I'll definitely let you know ahead of time and uh, come up and say hello. Will you hello. make that announcement too? Uh, if you'd like no. me to, and I won't disrupt the uh, operations too much, we'll talk about that. But again, thank you so much thank for being here. Thank you for here. having me. And to our listeners, thank you so much. I hope you really enjoyed this, uh, this episode today. The Miami Cancer Institute doing incredible things right here in our South Florida community. And, and thank you so much for listening. And as you know, we'll be back with another Two Minutes Dos Minutos very soon. Take care, everyone.